I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. La 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 la. Me, 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 me. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. I'm glad to be here, finally. <laughs> this week on the show, we're talking about Trader Joe's vegan salmon-esque spread, dinner at Wagamama, and we're trying Trader Joe's vegan oat chocolate bars. Bear, bear, bear. Are they hard? I, I thought they were softer than the other snack option that we have. I had a crown put in today yes or a tooth taken out and a crown put in today and they told me to avoid hard foods they also told me to avoid chewy foods i think you could do a little nibble and let it melt let all it right. melt all right well you're a dentist so yes i am a dentist God, it sucked i got i had to get three rounds of anesthetic before they could finally proceed it kept not doing the trick guess how he knew he needed more how excruciating pain i'd imagine it wasn't excruciating pain let's not be dramatic about this the time i needed more was excruciating okay well your experience is not everybody's experience apparently not please don't represent my experience (laughs) i want to be honest yeah i was just feeling the sensitivity yeah you're not supposed to feel the sensitivity Mm -mm. not supposed to feel i spend a a lot of time wondering if i'm supposed to be feeling like this pressure Mm -hmm. and this tingle because like but if you spend too much time wondering that, it's going to be pain. Mm-hmm. They're going to hit the pain part. Yeah. So the tingle is to warn you that you're getting near the pain part. Yeah. So, yeah, that was unpleasant. That was unpleasant. Dave, how are you otherwise? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. I this is as good a time as any to to talk about uh something you know. To maybe introduce lights, camera, action. It's Talking Toe Views. That's right. It's Talking Toe Views. It's a new segment. <laughs> did, that, did the sound come through okay? I'm clutching my face. I love it so much. Did the sound come through okay? You're going to have to send that to me. Email that to me right away. Uh, toe heads. Uh, oh my gosh. The unbridled joy that I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I love so, it so much. Uh, this one's a little bit late, but it was spooky season recently in October, and I went to see a movie called Smile. I wanted to push myself <laughs> to go see a spooky movie in the theater. I'm not very good at spooky movies. Some may remember when I went to Barbarian and I had my fingers in my ears and was kind of looking through my, my hands at the scary parts. And uh, I can say that Barbarian is the better movie, I think, but Smile is too scary for me. (laughs) It has too many jumps, too much jumping out, like quick scares for me. And some of them are telegraphed and some of them are very not. So I spent probably 80% of the movie with my hands, my fingers in my ears looking (laughs) underneath the screen so that it looked like I was still looking at the screen. And then there was a point where I just fully had my hands over my eyes. Um, (laughs) So very embarrassing time at the movie theater. (laughs) Sorry. But... The, the mental image of you with your hands over your eyes is so funny to me. Uh, also, though, it does make me wonder, like, why didn't you just leave? <laughs> Bannon wants to know, too. Why didn't you just leave? Because I wanted to see the movie end. I wanted to see how it worked out. And I wanted to conquer the movie. 
couldn't let that movie win. It's true. Yeah. You did. You did it. I did see a, another couple leave. Yeah? And I wondered if it was too much for them or if they didn't like it, like were bored with it. Because the general consensus in the theater seemed to be that this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, well, not I, I shouldn't say general consensus. Like, I walked out right behind a group of two people and the guy... It was a it was a guy it was a guy and a girl it was a it was a man and a woman mm-hmm. and the man turned around and said that one sucked <laughs> all right <laughs> and then looked at me and I was like eh, I, I was scared I didn't say that but I just kind of said ha I'm cool too Dave said I have no idea I didn't watch most of yeah. the movie no, I <laughs> I'm fully aware of the plot of the movie I'm fully aware of what each twist and turn was and I'm fully aware of what each scare was so to me I've seen the movie you did it just because I didn't want like sit there wide-eyed at a screen while it tried to scare me mm-hmm. some would argue that I did it the right way you did it great that I defended myself from the scares and still enjoyed the scary movie for what it was but anyway um I couldn't tell if that guy was like you made me watch the scary movie and I'm scared and that's bad on you, not bad on the movie. You know what I meant? Like he was very, not antagonistic's not the right word, but like there was a, a divide between the, the two moviegoers. Or maybe I was just trying to see what I wanted to see. But my verdict for Smile is too scary. Lights, camera, action. It's Talkin' Toe Views! So, three separate audio tracks. Dave, this is the, together. the best theme song that you've no, done to date. It absolutely is. No, Toe News is better. It's got percussion. No, this is incredible. All right. Lights. Oh, gosh, I love it. Camera. It's got it all. Yeah. Well, Action. That's, that's a new segment. Talkin' Toe Views. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to revisit it. Anything else? You, any toe views that you want to share? Because you did feel compelled to participate last time, but your contribution was pretty weak. Yeah, I got nothing this time. Okay. All right. There is a show that we're watching that's pretty phenomenal, but I guess we'll save it for next time. <laughs> uh, so I got that going on. Let's see. I... Uh, nope, just the dentist and work. And I saw Smile and it scared me. <laughs> okay. That's my life. All right. Wh- what? That sounds... Anything else I need to cover? What am I missing? I can't think of anything. I rearranged the porch. You did. It looks great. Yeah. That's more of like a pandemic era update yeah. than it is a back in the world update. Yeah. But it is nice. Um, it looks good out there. Thanks. Thanks for that. Hey, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I meant it. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. Get out the vote. It's election day. Get out there and vote. Too late. How'd it go, everybody? Mm, I think I know how it's going. Uh, uh, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, go on. Last night... You went skating. I went roller skating. Yeah. And um, this is uh, frequent skating stories. Note aside. Yeah. This is always your what have you been up to as well. Like it's all I do, everyone. It's all that I do. It's not all you do. <laughs> it's the main thing. It's not all you do. It's the main thing I do. Anyway, last night I went to a skating thing, um, the Monday night skating event. And the Monday night one is more like learning focused. People who are more experienced are out there helping those of us who are less experienced. And so I was practicing turning in my towards my non-dominant side, which is hard and um I was doing okay, but a little wobbly. And um, a guy pulled me aside and, and was like, or waved me down and was like, hey, would you like a tip? And I was like, I would love a tip. That would mortify me. I'd be like, who do you think you are? Oh, but that's the point of this whole thing is like we help each other. Yeah, and I'd so still be that way. He gave me a tip to throw my hips into it more and it changed everything. Mm. It, I was flipping around back and forth. It was so great. 
throw your hips into it. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it really helped. I think he felt like nervous about bringing it up. He timidly said it, but yeah. it, it was very helpful. Hmm. Well, good. Yeah, I, I learned to use my hips. Just saying, if you're going to do a regular skating story at this spot, mm-hmm. maybe come up with a song or something so that it's a skating segment so I was that gonna, there's a reason for it to be. I was going to ask if maybe you could write me a great song. It would be really great is all I'm saying if you uh, created you, a, a theme. Yep. You want me to write your songs? What, what will we call this segment? I'm doing a lot of work over here. <laughs> I'll get back to you. So uh, another thing that happened to me, I was on my run yesterday. It was in the morning and I was crossing a street and a truck, a city of Atlanta truck, like a public works truck was turning, uh, but it didn't have a blinker. It was at a stop sign and didn't have a blinker. And I was crossing and it turned and almost hit me. And uh, I, I got all indignant and put my arms up and I said, where's that blinker? And I, I, kept, I continued crossing the street and the guy pulls over, like turns and then pulls the truck over and drives up into the park and confronts me. And he starts throwing his arms in the air and he's a large dude. And I throw my arms in the air and I say, where's that blinker? And the guy is yelling something. He's like, I saw you running. You were running across the street. I saw you. Um, I guess meaning like that he wasn't gonna, he wasn't planning to hit me. <laughs> Good. He's like, don't worry. I wasn't planning to hit you. But he was aggravated and said, I saw you. And so what did I do? I apologized to him. <laughs> <laughs> I apologized to the man and uh, went on my way and let it ruin the rest of my morning. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Shook my fist at him in my head and then at myself as well for apologizing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm a coward and that's what cowards do. <laughs> cowards get a coward. They survive, though. Well... That that's re- not always true either. That's true. That's Sometimes true. cowards are cowardly and they pay a price for it. Yeah. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. That reminds me of when I very first started working um, at a new job in Midtown. This was like 15 or 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. This was a long time mm-hmm. ago. Uh, and I wanted to ride my bike to work. I had been riding my bike to my office downtown this was a little further and I was like, well, I'll do a Saturday practice run to see how long it takes because I want to make sure I have ample time to get there, mm-hmm. hit the gym to shower, mm-hmm. change. So I hopped on my bike on a Saturday, started pedaling. I was almost to the new office location and this SUV tried to run me off the road, swerving at me. I know that that's what he did because he pulled over to let me know that he oh. did that because I should be riding on the sidewalk. Oh, which is illegal. <laughs> which is illegal. It was very scary anyway. Mm. It, but So it was kind of like your story, except that guy was trying to hit me, I guess. Yeah. It was terrifying. I had forgotten all about that until you just told that story. And and he wasn't a city employee. No, this was just a rando a from outside trust, the perimeter. <laughs> you put your trust in the city employees. That's right, you do. As a citizen of the city. Yeah, so bleak bleak times. Bleak times. Yeah. Scary movies, aggravated drivers, bad elections. Oh, but probably. I had s- such a great time skating. But yeah, the skating story was good, I guess. Skating's going great, everybody. I yeah. didn't fall even once. Not even once. Could have worn a skirt this time. All right, now it's time for for another segment. See, I'm just like pregnant with segments. Um, This is a segment of the show, recurring segment, very popular segment called Talking Toe News, where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news, hold it in my hand, show it to my wife, and we discuss it. And today's headline is... Getting ready for getting ready for Thanksgiving a little bit here. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ready for Thanksgiving here. In theme. This one is from Reason.com. Uh, by Balin Linekin. Sorry, I, I almost certainly got that wrong. 
posted on 11-5, November 5th, 2022. Lawsuits keep rolling back unconstitutional vegan meat bans. Uh, no one is confused about whether tofurkey is turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Hell so, yeah. <laughs> tofurkey is a food that may be best known as, say, the meat-free entree your cousin's vegan boyfriend insists on eating at the Thanksgiving table, potentially <laughs> perturbing your cousin's carnivorous dad, the one who killed, gutted, scalded, plucked, brine, seasoned, stuffed, and roasted the actual turkey on the table. One thing tofurkey and most and similar meat alternatives are not known for, kicking ass. But that may be changing. Last month, the federal court ruled an Arkansas law that banned makers of meat alternatives such as tofurkey from using commonly understood words to describe their products as unconsti- was unconstitutional. The law prohibited the labeling of any food product as meat unless that food product was derived from livestock, and it banned such terms as veggie sausage, veggie burger from food labeling in Arkansas. The Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette reported in the wake of the court's ruling, dot, 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 the Arkansas law... U.S. District Court Judge Christine Baker explained in her ruling, unconstitutionally barred Tofurkey from conveying meaningful, helpful information to consumers about the products they are purchasing. And Tofurkey's repeated indications that the food products contained in these packages contain no animal-based meat dispel consumer confusion. So, hey, there's more here. And uh, I don't think you need a reason.com <laughs> to... Uh, to give Balin the click. Yeah, give Balin you know? the click. As always, the link will be in the show notes. Well, I am delighted by this ruling. In Arkansas. In Arkansas of all no places. Less. Yeah. Maybe there is hope. Maybe the elections today will go well. Maybe so. I keep seeing stories about... Shh. <laughs> Dave's shaking his head. I'm not looking at anything. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, we live in a failed state. We sure do. I keep seeing news stories about... Uh, places banning companies from using the words like milk and meat and whatnot. And yeah. it makes me so upset because it assumes that people are dumb. Yeah. And it re- what it really does, though, I mean, it shows that these like producers of animal products are scared at how well plant-based products are doing. But they're doing this like obtuse thing of like, well, people must just be confused. They're buying tofurkey because they don't know. And I think that is so wild. I think that it is the the level of objectivism where i mean you see it in a lot of outlets in the world and i'm sorry that you're going to have to edit all of these pauses out because i'm trying to be thoughtful <laughs> but you see like there is no reason or dot com there, there's no reason for one argument over another. It is all arguments. And whichever argument pushes the ball across the finish line, like then that's the one that did it. It's not that anybody believes in this point any more than they would believe in any other point that they could make a stink about to try and, and keep these guys from being competitive. Yeah. I mean, you, you see it in politics, too. You see it in, in a lot of things where it is. Like, we tend to attach the the claims with people who are passionate about the claims, but it's really not like, it's just like, here's another layer I thought of. How about that? Yeah. It's just a bunch of cynical people in a room. Yeah. 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 Totally. Like throwing spaghetti at a wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bleak fucking times. Nailed it. Well, you know what's not a failed state hmm. is the state of the ad industry. And we'll find that out right after this. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to Talking Tofu. I'm David Streepy. And I'm Becky Streepy. And we are talking about vegan snacking. This week on the show, we are talking about... What's tra- happening? <laughs> trying to freshen up the, mid, the mid-roll format. All right, go ahead. We're, we're, Continue. No, normally at this point in the show, we're like <laughs> on our sides rolling or, towards the door <laughs> as far as energy and enthusiasm goes. So excuse me for trying to... Forget it. This week on the show, we're talking about <laughs> Trader Joe's vegan salmon-esque spread. So, are we doing that? Or I guess we're skipping past Wagamama, No, huh? we're, we're going to talk about Wagamama first. Okay. Speaking of a failed state. Oh! <laughs> so, Dave and I talked last week about how we went to that fun AR Alice in Wonderland game. If you want to hear about that game... Listen to the previous episode. It was a very fun time. Not a good episode, for <laughs> being honest. It wasn't good. It was great. Oh. Um, afterwards, we were hungry. We were in Midtown. Dave remembered that we had seen a Wagamama had opened. Wagamama is one of my favorite places to visit. Both times that I've been to London, I went there when I was in London as a child with my family, and it made such an impression on me that when Dave and I went back like 20 years later or something, uh, I wanted to go again and we did and it was delicious. And so when we saw a Wagamama opening in Atlanta, Georgia, we were very excited. And so we went and we ate there with high hopes because we remembered what the great noodle experience was that we had yep. in London. Yeah. Yeah. So the Wagamama, if you're used to the ones in London, I don't know if they're all like this, but uh, the ones in London have like a communal table. The server takes your order on a tablet. Mm -hmm. They never go back to the kitchen except to grab the food for you. Yeah. This was not like that. It was individual tables. He wrote our stuff down on a pad or didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, It was a very different vibe, I felt like, than the one that I've experienced before. So yeah, the one in London was like, like... A big cafeteria, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I love that. This was like a fancy a, restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting that cafeteria vibe, and it, I was kind of bummed out to not uh, have that. Yeah, yeah, totally. We should have just walked out and left. So we sat down. We were seated, I guess, by a very nice hostess, and the other servers all seemed to be very nice. Mm-hmm. But our server was a real crab apple. Yep, he was just a grump and a half. Yep, did not want to take our order. Or do anything for us. Yeah, it took a while to get over to our table. And then I forget how he was dismissive of my drink order. But you tried to order a juice and then the wellness shot. Yeah. And he was like, no wellness shots. Yeah. Was Dave it. was like, then nothing for me, thanks. No, and then I, I, and then I said, well, then just the juice. Oh, and then they were and out then of he your... Went, and then he came back and was like, they don't have the juice either. And that's when I was like, well, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> he was nice about it on the return. I think he was... Uh, maybe he could tell that he had come off, started off on the wrong foot. But he was just kind of crabby the whole time. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, kind of a bummer. If the food had been great... Anyway, I got the balanced juice, which was a mango, apple, orange juice, and I really enjoyed it. 
I thought that it was a really nice combo. Oh, and it had, um, oh no, I'm sorry. The kid got the balanced juice, mango, mango, apple, orange, and I thought it was fine, but kind of boring. He loved it because he's a child. I got the positive, which was pineapple, spinach, cucumber, apple, and lime. And I thought it was awesome. It was sweet and bright and balanced. It was the highlight of the whole experience for me. And I highly recommend that juice. Yeah. Just get the juice and then leave, though, is what I would say. Then we got the Bang Bang Cauliflower as a yeah, starter. We got the Bang Bang Cauliflower, uh, which they forgot to he forgot to put in that order. Yes, so we he, had to remind him again. Yeah, he came back and was like, are you ready to order? And I was like, well, we ordered an appetizer. And he remembered at that point. He's like, oh, yeah, the Bang Bang Cauliflower. And, and then he walked, walked away. away. <laughs> we were like, we actually are ready. Uh, so that came. What did you think of the Bang Bang Cauliflower? I game? thought it was amazing. I did, too. I thought it was like nice and lightly crisp. Like they, it seemed like they just tossed it in a whisper of cornstarch, like no heavy breading, just like lightly crisp. The sauce was sweet and spicy with like a nice kick, but not like so much so that you were like nose running, yeah. taking breaks. Yeah. Uh, I will say like yeah. it kind of had the bigger pieces on the top. And then as we got further down, it became harder to pick out the little piecelets. Yeah, it did get hard to eat, those tiny pieces. We did it, though, because it was delicious. So maybe get a juice and an appetizer. For my entree, I got the Avant Garden, which was barbecue glazed seitan, I think maybe for a given definition of glazed, with a vegan coconut sriracha egg, vegan egg, sticky rice, and veggies. I thought the egg was kind of weird. It was sort of like a coconut custard. A little bit sweet, and it, then the sriracha, it had like a sriracha mayo, like yolk, was the yolk. Mm-hmm. It was a little weird. It was, I actually liked it when I tried a little piece of the egg white coconutty custard part with other stuff from my bowl. Mm-hmm. But on its own, it was a little bit desserty and not great. Okay. Um, the, the sriracha mayo was sriracha mayo. Yeah. Did you try the you egg tried, also? You gave me the egg. It, it tasted like dessert. Yeah. Too sweet. A little icingy. Yes. Yeah. It was strange. I I appreciated the effort, though. Yeah. Like, they, you don't do that without being deliberate about it. Yeah. They wanted to do this, and they, they did a thing. Like, they had a vision. It mm-hmm. just wasn't for me, I don't think. I mean, it's one thing to make a vegan dish and then just throw another veggie on there that's kind of incongruent with the vibe of the dish just because you have that veggie laying around for another dish. And it's another thing to be like, no, I will construct a vegan egg. Yeah, like, you have to buy special yeah. equipment to do that. Like, you need the molds and stuff to yep. because it was shaped like a little egg cup. Yeah. I thought the bowl was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the seitan was nice. It was not glazed. It was cooked in a barbecue sauce that was on the vinegary side. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you say glazed, I expect like a sweet, sticky sauce. I kind of pictured it with like sesame seeds clinging to it. That w- was not the situation. It was fine. It just it didn't really live up to what it said it was going to be. I did really like the grilled asparagus and mushrooms that came on the dish. That mm-hmm. was a highlight for me of that dish. The mushrooms were really good. It was a nice mix of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And then it came with lime to squeeze all over. And the, it was on a bed of like sticky rice. And the sticky rice was good because it, you can't go wrong with sticky rice. Yeah. You got the kare, kare burosu. Yeah. It was a udon noodle soup. It's called ramen, but it wasn't ramen noodles. It sure wasn't. Which was strange. So, backing up a bit, what the thing that I loved about Wagamama when we went in London was the noodle options, and I love a noodle noodle. And I was they they were they had big noodle bowls that were not brothy noodle bowls; they were noodle bowls with proteins in them. And so I was really excited to to get back into that. A little disappointed when I saw the limited number of vegan options on the menu. But then I saw this and was like, well, thank you for not being ramen, but you're actually what I want, so I'm going to go for it. And overall, it came presented like ramen. And maybe there is a form of ramen that has udon noodles. What do I know? I'm an idiot. So I just want to get in front of people like commenting. Actually, I'm going to come in hard and say, if you're going to call it ramen, you should have ramen noodles in it. That's what makes it ramen. But somebody's going to come in and be like, actually, uh, guys, uh, ramen refers to the presentation and not the noodles contained in the bowl or some shit like that. And I'm just trying to get in front of that by being like, 
Yeah, I'm ready to be dumb. I know. Okay, Toeheads, tell us, tell us, if tell us, make it make sense. But be nice. But yeah, please, please, we're sensitive. Remember that Becky's on the other end of this comment too, so don't make it like the normal you dumb idiot about food <laughs> comment. Or um, do I? I can I can take no, it. No, you can't. No, take I can't. It. I'll cry. I'll really will I'll cry. I'll hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Grinding your teeth in the bed. Uh, anyway, it came and had the udon. Presented like a, a ramen soup, had uh, corn, had noodles, had tofu, like some, some battered tofu in it. What else did it have in it? It had that crispy panko tofu. The broth was a yellow curry broth. Okay. I don't know when I got, I had your left, it was just like there a bunch a of veggies. Mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, mushrooms. That's what I'm missing. Yeah. Okay. So the, the, it comes out and the panko tofu could not be redder it's just got looks like i start smelling paprika and i'm like oh boy mm-hmm. i didn't think i needed to ask about paprika at this restaurant but apparently they got a wild hair to try some new shit <laughs> and that new shit was paprika so i delicately ate some of the pieces of tofu that didn't have a lot of paprika on them um ate the the soup it tasted fine I was stressing about the paprika at that point. <laughs> you tried the rest of it. I thought the noodles were good. I thought the noodles were good. But overall, I was kind of disappointed. Not entirely their fault. I think I would have had an okay time if it had come without paprika based on how much I ate and how I felt about the rest of it. So I ate Dave's leftovers the next day. Um, and I liked it. I thought the yellow curry broth was really nice. Udon noodles are always a hit for me. Lots of veggies. Um, And I thought, I did think, though, that despite all the seasonings on that tofu, like that tofu was very bright. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like bland. It didn't taste like anything to me. I really liked the texture of it. And I thought the texture was good. It just didn't taste like a thing. But I think that that kind of worked in the the dish's favor because once that tofu got into the broth and started making it's it's. Ramen 101. Oh, yeah. Like all that stuff lives together and creates its own kind of vibe. And it's really specific to what's going on in that little community that is the bowl. Oh, right. Because you gave me a piece to taste to taste for paprika. I didn't have it in the broth. Right. Because you and the kid ate all the tofu. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'm just saying. After talking through our. They've earned a ding. (laughs) Let's not (laughs) invent dings for them. They've earned their ding. So looking back, I kind of think that it was the server that really soured that. And Dave, I wasn't that hungry because I had eaten a snack during the Alice in Wonderland thing. And you guys hadn't. Now you're all the way on the other side of the pendulum. You are. It is not just the server. It was the fact that we had the two vegan options on the on the dish or Mm -hmm. on the menu. Yeah. The London menu had 20 vegan dishes on it. Yeah, so when we got home that evening, I was like, am I crazy? Was Wagamama like not the wonderland that it felt like it was last time we were there? So I pulled up the vegan UK menu and they have a whole separate vegan menu and it starts with sides and sharing. And there is a gyoza and there's edamame, which this place had, the bang bang cauliflower, which it had, but a bunch of other stuff. Ribs, vegan ribs. (laughs) They had buns. They had vegan chili, quote, squid made out of king oyster mushrooms. And that's just appetizers. <laughs> the list goes on and on. They have, of course, rice dishes, which eh, Wagamama's about noodles. They have a vegetable gyoza noodle bowl, which looks incredible. They have um, the they have the same uh, veggie one that we got, but they also have a pad thai. They have a yakisoba. They have all kinds of stuff. They got it all. They've got like dozens of options yeah. at this place. So, so I guess get it together, Atlanta well, location. Where we ate was not really Wagamama. But it was Wagamama. But that's my point, though, yeah. is where we ate was not. It was like Wagamama to go. It was like the it Chili's really, to go. <laughs> it really was. It was the name and nothing else. Yeah, it was a very limited menu. And I wouldn't probably go back. Nope. There are better places to get noodles yep. in Atlanta. You want to talk about this spread? Let's do it. 
So after we left Wagamama, we decided to hit Trader Joe's because it is on the way home from the part of town we were in. And we went buck wild Mm -hmm. at the Trader Joe's. We got a basket instead of a cart. Rookie mistake. (laughs) It was so heavy. Dave had the basket and the kid and I just kept dropping things in it. You call that a rookie mistake. I call that by design. Yeah. We filled the basket as much as we could carry. And then we left. If we had gotten the cart, we would have filled that as much as we could put. We would have gotten twice as much stuff. We stopped shopping because the basket got heavy. That's true. That's the point. That's pro move, not rookie move. Oh, my God damn it. Dave, you're right. Yes. That's why you do it. I held that basket for like one minute while Dave went to look for something, and it was so heavy, I almost had to put it down. It made you want to leave. Yeah, it did. Yes. (laughs) It's like, we have to go. Get out of here. I will not stand for you. (laughs) Rookie move. It was a pro move. Oh, capitalist over there. (laughs) Oh, consumer. A little gimme, gimme, gimme. Munchy, munchy, munchy. I do love to shop for food. I should start a podcast about it. So we got a ton of stuff. We'll probably talk about other things, but we got the spread we're going to talk about and the snack we're going to talk about are both from this Trader Joe's run. And the spread is one that I saw on Instagram, Funky Fresh Vegetarian. He's a vegetarian fish fan. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> anyway, he posted a story about it and it looked really good. Yeah? Yeah, it looked really good. So this is a vegan lox cream cheese, basically. It has capers and dill in it. And we got it to put on bagels. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I put mine on a toasted sliced bagel and I put a slice of tomato on top of it. Ooh. So, but before we get into what we ate, let's talk about what it looks like. Open the lid. Mm-hmm. Peel off the plastic. It looks like cream cheese. There's little lumps of it vegan salmon. Like cream cheese? It's softer than that. I mean, they call it cream cheese. They say... Dairy-free cream cheese alternative as the, in the... Well, I mean, peanut butter is a cream cheese alternative, too, if you look at it the right way. <laughs> True. Fair enough. Yeah. Cottage cottage cheese. Hey, where's the vegan cottage cheese? Would BT eat. Dubs. Would eat. I wouldn't, but I want to see it. Oh, I miss cottage cheese. Oh, I used to really ah. like it. I think the 80s were peak cottage cheese. Oh, cottage cheese with, like, pineapple. <laughs> So 80s, but see so good. That section of the salad bar at Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. I always enjoyed that section of the salad bar. Oh. Still would. It Where's just my looks cottage like it's going to be so much better than it is. I really like cottage cheese. Oh. Anyway, the vegan cream cheese has lumps of vegan salmon in it and then little green wisps, which are the dill and the capers. Is that vegan salmon? Yeah. You know this. I'm looking at the ingredients list. Because I was eating it. I flash forward to after I toasted my bagels. It and says. Put the sauce on the cream, the, sorry, the cream cheese alternative, and then put the tomato on. And then I took my first bite and I was like, what are these bitlets that are floating around in my mouth? They are plant-based, smoke-flavored salmon alternative. Why are they not selling salmon fillets? I, or just, if, I would, vegan lox. That I could flake onto a bagel. Uh, do my own cream cheese and then lox and then capers. I'll flake on I mean, your I guess bagel. I would kind of do what's in this, but I would love to be able to do it myself. Like in a, like when I was a kid, my dad on Sunday mornings would go to Marion's Bagels in South Florida, where I grew up, and he would get a big old bag of warm, fresh bagels and come home. And he, it was one big old bag of bagels. And the other big old bag was all spreads. And he would get whitefish. And he would get plain cream cheese and veggie cream cheese. And he would get um, also lox to put on top. Mm-hmm. And we'd put it all out on the table with tomato slices and onion wedges. Uh, onion wedges? Onion slices. Lemon wedges. And there was always capers to put on top. And it was such a fun breakfast. We would just all make these big heaping bagel sandwiches. And I would like to relive that. Hmm. And this gave me a little whisper of that. Hmm. But I mean, it wasn't the same experience as like making that big honkin sandwich like Dagwood hmm. of toppings on a bagel. Ugh. I just want to go back to what I said. You interrupted me, but that's okay, because I've interrupted you a lot. I'm sorry. But um, I said, 
I'll flake on your bagel. <laughs> yeah, you will. So I said that earlier. I'm sorry. I meant I like from my butt. Yeah, you meant from your butt. That's yeah. gross. Okay. Flake on your bagel. Oh, boy. So the I'm looking at the ingredients list now, and it is long because there are a lot of things in this. The cream cheese is coconut oil-based, and then the salmon alternative is made of canola oil, soy protein, and then some thickeners and obviously seasonings and liquid smoke. And then there's the capers. I mean, let's... And the dill. Let's be transparent about this. Yeah. The list of ingredients is like a CVS receipt. Yeah, it's really long. It is one of the longer list of ingredients that I've seen. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. If you're looking for a healthy breakfast, this is not it. But if you are looking to harken back to the days of bagels and locks, this I felt like this gets you pretty close. And if you are salt deficient, <laughs> this is this spread is for you. Yeah. It is. I thought it was smoky and I thought it was creamy and it has a little bit of that fishy flavor that you would expect from like a salmon spread Mm -hmm. um and it was very briny but in this spread's defense lox is a very salty fish preparation and then capers are very salty too like you're kind of layering salt on salt so it it may like salty is what your mouth is expecting i i feel like i got what i wanted out of this i thought it was great I was expecting salt i was ready for salt i did not go into a salmon spread not expecting (laughs) salt I appreciate you acting like I have just landed on this planet and have not encountered food or taste sensations familiar to the inhabitants of this planet. <laughs> I think it's possible to expect a salty sensation and still find the dish too salty. Yeah, it was yeah. very salty. Yes. You don't need any extra salt. It was very salty. For By the, the next end two of days. my second piece of the bagel, Yeah, because I had both halves of the bagel, I was like, this is too salty for me. I've had too much salt. And so I instantly opened the bag of Trader Joe's peanut butter pretzels. Yeah, that's what you do. And just got the big crystals on there to exfoliate the inside of my mouth. with Just shredded, like Captain Crunch level shredded into my mouth and lived in that space for two whole days. And then uh, got my... Got my tooth crowned today. <laughs> it's been the past three days of my life. Oh, your poor mouth. Yeah, it sucks to be me. So, Dave. Yeah, yeah. On, on a scale. Oh, oh no, you, you do it. I felt, felt really good about last time, so I want you to do okay. this. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, smiles. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot already. What do you give? What do you give Trader Joe's salmonless? I'm smiling while I say this. It's very creepy. Salmon, vegan salmon-esque spread. I would give this an 8 out of 10. I really feel like I got exactly what I expected from this spread. It really threw me back to those like bagels and locks Sunday breakfasts. Obviously, it wasn't like the layers and layers from my childhood, but it, you know from the jump that's not what it's going to be. But flavor profile-wise, it was great. And I could have thrown some onion and tomato and stuff on there, but I didn't because I wanted to really taste the spread. I think like as part of a sandwich with a bunch of other stuff on there, it would be really special. Yeah, I would I would give it, I guess, I'm assuming you want to know what I want to give it. Yeah, but I, I do. Sure, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I'd give it seven. And I think that our, our use case for it right now is it's sitting in the fridge and we will put it on a bagel when we are preparing the bagel or, or another bread item or something else, dip a chip in it or something like that. I feel like that's the wrong approach. I feel like this is meant to be what your memory was, which was like you are serving breakfast to people or you have it out on a plate and people are meant to kind of scoop a little bit on there. It's not meant to be the main course. Yeah, it's the spread. And then you add all the other veggies and stuff. Squeeze or a like, lemon. Or like you just have a little bit of it or something like that. Like, yeah. So I think we're main coursing it. And I don't think that's the right. That was the right move. I think that's fair. Yeah. See, this is where you meet it, where it's at. It deserves it. Not Wagamama where you're like, actually, 
I think it was just the guy. It wasn't just the guy. Yeah. There's a whole string of bad business decisions. And then being like, Americans are too dumb to know the difference or care about it. And it's like, no, we're not. We fought a war over this. (laughs) Back to the bagel. I think that we, yeah, like, I think about when we have family in town, we're going to get bagels. We're going to put them out. And this will be one of the several cream cheeses that's on the table. Yeah, for sure. So people come by and have a casual, like, hello, and not stick around too long, you know? Yeah. Emphasis on the not stick around too long. Yeah, get out of my house. Yeah, I just want to have my Sunday. Anyway. (laughs) Hey, Dave. Hey. Want to eat some chocolate? I'm afraid to. Gentle listener, as you know, we went to Trader Joe's. We went wild. Our basket got too heavy to carry and that's when we decided to check out and while dave was unloading the basket onto the belt the kid and i went kind of frantically around the the impulse buy end caps right by the checkout looking for just one more item one more thing and we found these oat chocolate bars they're vegan dairy-free oat milk chocolate bars and now that I'm looking at them, I feel like Kadri recommended these in her Instagram stories some time ago. If you're interested in vegan Trader Joe's stuff, Kadri is really good about sharing her Trader Joe's finds, and she finds great stuff. Also, this episode might be right up your alley that we're recording right now. Yeah. So hope you're enjoying it if you're interested in this sort of thing. So we found these bars. We threw them in onto the belt. The cashier laughed aloud at how triumphant we were laughed and pointed at me like they got you (laughs) and you were like i'm here for it it's okay so i was not sure what to expect because it's the box is kind of a weird shape and what it contains is three little baby chocolate bars they're like between three quarters of an ounce and one ounce in size and one chocolate bar is one serving so the three bars is basically like one like regular size chocolate bar, I think. Okay. Anyway. Why do they do it like that? I don't know. Okay. But I guess because you have tiny little servings. And Trader Joe's loves to do extra packaging wherever they can. <laughs> yeah, but this seems at least it's paper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's good. It's wrapped in paper, so I'm going to... You leave Trader Joe's out of this. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to unwrap this oat milk chocolate and let you break off as much or as little as you want for your delicate teeth. It should be soft because it's milk chocolate. Also, there's a part where it's candy, and that's bad for your teeth in general. Mm. Too sweet. I love it. It's a good solid chocolate bar. Creamy. It's very sweet. It has the 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 stank of cheap Halloween candy. And by stank, I don't mean smell. I mean that sugary, like all you're tasting is the sugar, not even the chocolate. It does. And you know, I think that the child in me that can't eat a Hershey bar anymore. Won't eat a Hershey bar. Won't eat a Hershey bar. Can enjoy this. We've got our Hershey bar, everyone. It's this. Can we can we reframe that manner of speaking? Hmm. Oh, people well, refer to vegans as like you can't eat that. You can't eat that. I can eat it. I can. I won't. That's true. And it's. They think that's also more powerful. Yeah. I can. I choose not to. Right. People Be- always treat it like it's a health thing, or like allergy. an illness or yeah. something. Yeah. No, like I you can't have shellfish. That's true. I think in restaurants, especially if I don't trust the server, uh, I will say can't because. Um, yeah. I mean, more. Yeah, but in general, familiar people. Yeah, saying that. I do like won't instead of can't. Yeah. I'm so conditioned to say can't after so many years, but I, I think forget. you're right. Going back to my cowardice, I'm too cowardly to to take large stands. So um, I say I don't instead of I won't. Mm, that's good too. Yeah, I don't eat dairy. It's a little softer. Yeah, yeah. There's that. It's good. It's more good than it is not good. Ooh, I like it, and I'm going to eat the rest of it uh, right after this. Ugh. So your thumbs in the middle? No, it's thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs it's more up. more good than it's bad. Yeah. Thumbs in the middle. Well, I have a podcast if you're going to do that shit. <laughs> True. 
Well, that's the end. We did it. We've that's reached the end it. Of the episode. Goodbye. What? Do we have a letter? <laughs> no. So that's the end. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. Who knows what could happen? You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And if you have thoughts about the show, you can send them to me via direct message on either of those platforms. I read and respond to every one. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com, <gasps> including a recipe for vegan ramen. <gasps> Shut up. No, but wouldn't it feel good? It would. Wouldn't that feel good? I gasped and held the, the podcast page up to Becky to make her think that there was a new review. There's not. But how good that... You just heard for yourself how good that would feel. How good that would make her feel. Uh, it's too late for me. Yeah. But how good it would make you feel. I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And I'm going to close this out. Okay. Talking Tofu is a production of Cannington Inc. And our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.